TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Yes, indeed. It is the get right right here on 105 through the fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir. The, uh, the, the stylish, the, uh, you know, careful, the elegant. Blake Elliott, mm-hmm. as the we've ba- learned. The bathrobe. Blake That's right. The, the robe and, and pipe and smoking jacket, Blake Elliott. The no sauce on the lunch sandwich, yes, the, Blake the, Elliott. The dry, dry hot sandwich, Blake Elliott, here with us <laughs> on the get right. Chris Strong also hanging out with us. Appreciate you rocking with us right here. Uh, on the final hour, we got you till 11 here in the Metroplex as your Mavs seem to be putting this one away, 126-120, under a minute to go. They're they're getting this thing done out there. And shout out to A32 who says this segment is wild about that last segment. You are 100 percent correct. Uh, I it was yeah. so wild, but it was very fun. And that's mm-hmm. that's kind of what we're supposed to be doing at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. From the 214, kind of want a sandwich and a natty light right now. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoy that. Look, don't let us stop you. We just out here talking. Um, so yeah, you it's very fun having a good time. Appreciate you guys rocking with Someone us. Someone said ranch is trash. Let's go. Someone agreed with me. And then every other comment is, Blake, quit digging yourself a deeper hole. Blake yeah, that's is- the thing. You were just doubling and tripling, <laughs> quadrupling down on various different things. <laughs> I just kept going left, And here's right. the thing. Right? Like, I think if you give one take, uh-huh. p- there's going to be people that can get behind you. Yep. The problem is you gave a whole bunch of different takes, and you were just making it so you could not create a coalition of folks. I couldn't. Because you kept throwing a whole bunch of controversial st- stuff out there, and if somebody agreed with one controversial thing that you They're said, like, they, they there's probably with- another thing that they didn't agree, and you just made an enemy. They were typing, oh my gosh, Blake, you're so, oh my God, did he just say ranch is bad? Delete. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. 877-881-1053. We appreciate you rocking with us here on the Get Right. Um... I feel like I just want to keep doing that. However, it's it's time to get you some headlines on this evening in the Metroplex. Um, what's oh, okay? Well, I forgot about this one, but um, wow. Um, Andy Reid of the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, they win the AFC Championship game this uh, this year, and they mm-hmm. punch their ticket to the Super Bowl. And we mentioned earlier that Kadarius Tony was not available for them. Right? There was. He was made uh, unavailable because of a supposed hip injury, correct? Mm-hmm. Well, with that being the case, uh, Andy Reid was asked about this and said he's been on the injury report. That part, that's not made up by any means. He's been working through some things, and, you know, he'll be back out there. Those were the, That was the quote from um, Kadarius Tony, who, as you mentioned on Sunday uh, via Instagram Live, mm-hmm. made you know had a rant that led up to the game, saying you know I'm not hurt, none of that bleep, right? Amongst other things, but it was a lot. Yeah, you know, it, it was a lot of stuff. But basically, the ultimate idea was, 
hey, they lying on my name. I am not hurt, which then implied that maybe they were keeping him out for other reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that is indeed true, the idea that they are lying and keeping him out um, just because they don't want him to play, where do you come down on that? Like, if that is indeed what's happening? Uh, well, they made the right decision because I think we <laughs> saw Kadarius Tony was more of a minus than a plus. Um, he at least once a game would throw the ball up in the up in the air for the other team to get a chance to intercept it. Um, but yeah, if you wanted any chance, any chance of being back on this team next year, Kadarius Tony, maybe not the best thing to do is go on Instagram Live and be um going off on your team while they're about to play a game. And um, let's just say that it didn't sound like he was a little he was too sober. Um, mm. In the background, it was mm. a little bit of a flickering of the lighter in the background. So which, he, he was he was in he was in a bubble bath. Then, yeah, right? he was in a bubble there bath. We can we can say that for sure. See now uh, you talk about that in the bubble bath. <laughs> I might consider maybe. And um, it just was like maturity, man. Yeah, like it's one thing to be like, hey, I was I wasn't like who I was supposed to be. That's on me. How can I help this team? He decided to take the complete opposite route. And, and be dumbfounded and do this and go off on his team on Instagram where they are one of the more disciplined teams, where you have Patrick Mahomes, who's the greatest winner we have right now in the sport, and you're still doing this? Like, come on, man. Yeah, the tough thing about it is his, his, uh, his history has kind of been that of, for lack of a better term, a knucklehead, right? Like, yep. it's it hasn't been for lack of talent, even though, you know, he's been out here dropping football, so, you know, whatever you want to view on that one. But, like, he's always had talent. The reason why the Giants – why he left the Giants was not because he did not have talent. It was mm-hmm. it was issues with being reliable, being able to get along, those types of things. And what's tough is I don't see the benefit in outing the fact that, you know, the Chiefs may or may not have been, you know, may or may not have been lying about your status. Because ultimately that served to protect Kadarius, Tony. That's 100% right. right. <laughs> They're not putting out publicly that, hey, you know, we don't want to play him for da-da-da reasons. <laughs> it's like he's hurt which gives you a level of, you know, plausible deniability if you want to get back out here and ultimately find another team, even if the Kansas City Chiefs is not where you are. You getting out here and being like they're lying then leads more credence to the idea that they are indeed keeping you out of these games because you're not, yeah. you know, because you're not playing. Yes, yes. Well, or you're not playing nice or you're not doing all these things. They saved you. And yeah, then on top hips, of that. His hips bad. He's like, no, nah, no, nah, guys. It's actually, I've been playing terrible. They don't want to play me like. And you're also doing this right. in, in, in a way that also then le- lends more credence to some of the issues that teams have had with you. And so mm-hmm. it's tough because I understand the frustration that can come from being there and being like, I could be an, in, of impact. And it feels like they are not telling the truth. But I think you have to be able to read the circumstance be able to handle that in your best interest. So mm-hmm. tough. Kadarius Tony um has that circumstance and Andy Reid's like, nah, he was he was on there. He was on the injury report. So with that being the case, uh we continue around or with your headlines on this evening and another game that caught our attention during this evening. Some women's basketball in the college realm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number nine LSU catches another loss as they were playing against Mississippi State. Typically, like a consider, you consider like one of the better programs in women's basketball. You always think about UConn. You think about LSU of late. Obviously, South Carolina with Don Staley, Stanford, Tara Vanderveer. Those are some of the school, Tennessee, historically. Um, Mississippi State, not ranked right now. However, they get a big win um, defeating LSU Tigers 76-70. So. Go Tigers! <laughs> they, that was that was your best at Orgeron. Uh so yeah it's uh man that's that's a tough loss for LSU they were you know down probably about like I want to say about 10 late and they really clawed back tried to make it a game but Mississippi mm-hmm. State snapped a 15 game losing streak mm-hmm. against top 25 teams so big win there tough loss for uh Kim Mulkey 
and her LSU Tigers. Her fits are always fire, though, so there'll always be a dub in my book. All right, Personally. You don't, you don't have to lie on this program. What? You don't think Mulkey's fits be fire? No. Oh, I'm I'm on the Mulkey hype train. What? Chris? I was about to give a bad opinion. I'm sorry. No, no <laughs> give a bad opinion. Give a... I mean, I said they're fire. He said they're not. So one of us is going to agree I with you. I watched some of that game earlier. The fit was not it today. It was really bad. It looked like a bib, kind of. So she. One thing I will say, they're notable. Mulkey. That is something. A lot of sparkles. A lot that of sequins. She's on those. known for the sequencing sparkles. All right, like a note. A notable fit is 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 worthwhile, right? It may not be everything. Sometimes you have some questions, but indeed. Notable. Um, elsewhere, some other headlines in um, on your evening. Obviously, we mentioned we have a Super Bowl, Chiefs, Niners. Yep. We talked about the NFC Championship game or the championship games in general. The NFC Championship game, which was uh, the evening game on um, on Fox. We got some numbers for it. Okay. Let's see. Okay. I want to guess. Is it like the viewership numbers? Viewership number. Okay. Numbers for the NFC Can Championship Can you give me a range? Game. Just give me a range and I'll, and I'll give you a guess. I don't know necessarily. Well, do you have the exact number of, of how many viewers it pulled yes, in? Yes, I do have the number. Okay. So I'm going to say. We can play high-low on this. Okay. I'll, I'll give you higher or lower when you give me a number. Okay. And it is in the millions. Understandable. 22 million. Higher. I'm going to go 44 million. Higher. 65. Lower. 52. Higher. 57. Lower. 55. Higher. 56. 56.6 million viewers tuned in. This is crazy. To Niners, Lions. Obviously, the comeback helps this because in one way, I imagine a lot of people were excited to see the Lions up, and then you see the drama of that lead just slowly drip away. It's the most on Fox since the championship game in 2012. Numbers keep growing, man. Everyone says the NFL's dead, but the numbers keep growing. Wait, who's saying the NFL's dead? I, you know, people will just, it's Okay, dying. I just want to make sure. I was not, like, hey, wait, hold on. Not, not like some pilot. I'm just saying people saying it's dying and all of this. No one watches sports and this game's boring. And It's the only thing that's working. In, numbers uh, keep cooking. It's the only thing that's working uh, when it comes to linear TV is mm-hmm. live sports, particularly NFL. <laughs> NFL, man, is king. That's okay, right. Um, was the Chiefs game more? Um, I don't have the numbers on the Chiefs game, on the AFC game, but you know what? I can look that up to see if we can find the answer there. It's, it's got to be, right? I mean, it really is just if they if they make it available. I, I, I got the numbers. Um, I'm going to guess this is right. Um, this is by CBS. Um, average. You want to guess the average? I got the average and I got the peak. Um, it's, it's in the same ballpark as the other one. It's not like it's far off. I feel like this is going to be like 51 million. For, for the average or peak? Average, I guess. Average, it's 50. 50.3. Okay. Okay. So that's the average. The peak was 56. Okay. 56.25. So both peaked at 56. I mean, we we got we got pretty interesting games, even yeah. though, like, you know, they were interesting toward to mostly the end of these games, which, I mean, that's all you can ask for, especially when you consider, like, divisional round ends up being the best round in my estimation because you have so many games. So if one ends up being a little lopsided, you still feel like you had enough. Championship Sunday can go one way or another, especially if one of these games ends up being a blowout and you just don't feel like you got your money's worth. It was great that this weekend it felt like you got a couple of games that were really, really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, do mm-hmm. you you agree with that? I agree. I thought it was great games. Um, it was weird. You had a tail of two halves. You had nobody scoring in the second half other than the three points by the Ravens. And then you had all the scoring in the second half by the, um, the exciting second half by the 49ers. So which game do you think was better? I'm going to go... Got to go Lions, right? That, that, that 
that Chiefs game got it got a little stale towards the end. Now we were all seeing like, are the are the Ravens going to come back? And then they didn't. So I personally had more enjoyment in the AFC game. The, the the second game, the NFC game was good. Don't get me wrong. I also feel like we're getting towards the end of the season where I'm starting to like feel the fatigue of the NFL football season. Yeah. Like again, NFL like football is great, man. It's very entertaining. But you're watching a lot of these games, and eventually it's just like, hey, I would like to. I'd like to be done in a way, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you're still excited to see these games, but at the same time, the the health one is not your team. In the there effort <laughs> of the effort of watching all these games, there there is something to that. So I'm I'm enjoying getting towards the end of the road there, um, and finding finding out who wins on the 2023 season that's completed by the Super is, Bowl. Is, I feel like we the only person that can take down Mahomes is a, is just an average Joe, Eli Manning's of the world. The, um, is that what you would consider the Brock, Brock Purdy? Purdy. Okay. I, I mean, I don't think you can put a Josh Allen or a Lamar Jackson, someone who's got like the talent level equal or close to you. Got to you got to get an average Joe. Brock Purdy's gonna do it, baby. <laughs> Lol, that's not a real take, guys. That is just a uh, satire. Um, elsewhere in headlines, there's a big tr- or a trade happen in baseball. As of a few hours ago, or an hour and a half ago, thereabouts, the Mariners and the Minnesota Twins had a five-player trade. So Jorge Polanco goes to Seattle from the Twins for outfield prospect Gabriel Gonzalez, reliever pitcher Justin Topa, uh, Anthony Desclafani, who the Mariners who had just just acquired from um, from uh, San Francisco relatively okay. recently, and then a minor league pitcher Darren Bowen. And mm. so the Mariners also sending out cast considerations mariners add a second baseman to this thing i know chris you've been kind of keeping up with this as well like what what are you looking at when it comes to the mariners here dude it's a three team like at at, at the top uh for the al west it's really not a gimme for the rangers of course the astros are going to be favored going into it but the moves that the mariners have done it's really making them scary i mean jorge polanco last season they were talking about a guy with over an 800 OPS. Yeah. So you're talking about like top 20% in the league. That's really good for a second baseman. So this is definitely an upgrade for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm in, I mean, they had had Josh Rojas at second base prior. And so, yeah, no, definitely an upgrade at second base. That lineup gets a lot more interesting. They obviously utilized Robbie Ray, kind of used him to get more more out of what they've gotten so it's going to be really interesting they still have a really interesting uh rotation as well Luis Castillo George Kirby Logan Gilbert are all uh really nice when we talk about pitching I'm yeah I'm really interested in seeing what the Mariners do this year but of course we've been here before where we're like oh the Mariners are going to do something and then they ultimately uh don't show up for you um not that necessarily Rangers fans want them to show up but Another team in the AL West to uh, get, contend, and they're making some moves right now in the offseason, acquiring Jorge Polanco in a five-player trade. Uh, also, another headline before we get through this, and it's interesting, on the tra- on the truckwreck.com text line, I was mentioning kind of some of the football fatigue that I might be building. 903, not just y'all, I'm getting tired of watching it too. From the 2-4, and four, NFL fatigue, hell no. After the Super Bowl, I'm, I can't wait till April to watch the Masters, uh, something worth watching. I uh, for me, I, I enjoy basketball, so that's where some of my attention goes. Also, like, hey man, we can move around. We can move around to other things as well. But you know, to each their own. And obviously, there's no r- particular right or wrong. You mentioned this earlier, Blake. Though Ben Simmons, after 38 games of not playing basketball, <laughs> yeah. is back. He's back, baby. Ten or five for five from the field. 
10 points, I believe 11, it went, went 10, 11, and 8. Let me get his exact stat That line. sounds about right. I did see that earlier. Um, He went, yes, 18 minutes, 10 points, perfect from the field, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, 1 steal, 1 block in a game versus the Jazz. I guess Ben Simmons is back, baby. He's back. He's ready to make an all-star game. 18 minutes off the bench, though. That it is worth noting that did that did come in 18 minutes, mm-hmm. um, and a plus 27 for him as they the Brooklyn Nets absolutely trounced mm-hmm. the Utah Jazz. I don't know that I'm willing to get up and down about this anymore. I just mm-hmm. really don't don't. Uh, I'm not gonna buy in, and I don't think anybody should buy into the Ben Simmons of it all. How, how would you feel? This goes back to y'all the the baseball talk. How would you feel if you got traded and you're like, okay, who did I get traded for? And it said cash considerations, not even a player. Would that hurt your ego? It is a bit sickening, I guess, when, you, when you're when you not even worth, like, a fifth rounder or something. In the MLB, they have, like, 20 freaking rounds in the draft, so <laughs> They're like, you, ah, give me an 18th rounder for we'll, me. We'll just, we'll just throw some money at this guy. I mean, this guy's not even <laughs> worth a player, man. Let's just, how can we get him out of town? Reg, would that hurt your feelings if it said Reginald Atatula traded for cash considerations? What's my contract look like? Um, It's bad. Let's just say it's bad. Yeah. You, you get your feelings hurt? Sure. <laughs> But, I mean, obviously, if they're trading you for cash consideration, they're trying to get you up out of there. So, somebody want me. Right? Like, hey, wherever I go, let's see if we can make it work, ultimately. But, yeah, it's it's all about what, what that contract looked like, ultimately, mm-hmm. more than anything. Um, so, there you go. Those are some of your headlines on this evening. And I guess I should shout out once more uh, the Chiefs defensive end, Charles Menehu, tore his ACL in that AFC Championship game. He is play. out for the Super Bowl. So, you imagine uh, Felix Anudike Uzoma uh, is going to have – more more of a um, a role for the Chiefs defense when they face off against the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Las Vegas, Allegiant Stadium. In the week leading up, we will be there. Well, not us in particular, but no. 105 through the fan. KNC, Masterpiece, Sean and RJ, G-Bag Nation. Those boys will be on a strip, Las Vegas, uh, giving you the lay of the land and also having shenanigans and fun brought to you right here on 105 through the fan. That's coming up. Not this week, but next week, man. I'm I'm, I'm excited for those boys because it's always fun when they get a chance to go out, whether it's spring training, whether it's a training camp in uh, Oxnard. They bring back really fun stories. And, of course, getting boots on the ground is always fun, getting that uh, very personal per, uh, perspective of what's happening around the league. But right now, uh, it's us get right, right here on 105 Through the Fan. Coming up next, your Mavericks are able to finally get, get past the Orlando Magic. It was real up and down, ultimately – Final score is 131-129 in favor of the Mavs. We'll break it down next on The Fan. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatuli here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, sir, Chris Steve. Strong is on the ones and twos. Thank you for rolling with us on a Monday evening in the Metroplex. Your Mavericks get a big time 131-129 win. They had to scratch and claw for it. 45 points from Luka Doncic, a good 36 from Tim Hardaway Jr. Derek Lively getting the offensive side of his game going on this evening. And Jane Hardy putting up some points as well. I mean, this was a really interesting game um, when it came down to the the ways in which offense leads to defense for these, for these Mavericks and not even in the way that you typically think of. Typically, you think defense leads to offense, like turnovers and such. But really, offense leads to defense for this team. What was, your, what was one of the things that you took away in watching this game kind of uh, transpire? My, my favorite thing was, and we talked about it during the game kind of the whole time, Luka looks locked in defensively. And we've all talked about his defense looking better this, this year and being more in shape, but he was sliding his feet. 
And we saw even late in the game, there were screens being set, back screens, and he was calling out, telling people to go through screens, telling them to go over the top. And if Luka's locking defensively and he's scoring like he is at a high pace, I believe, what did he have tonight? 40-something? 40 45 tonight? What what are you what are you gonna do when someone's doing that and they're playing deep, great defensively? Now I'm not saying he's defensive player of the year and he's locking up the best player and all of that. Yeah, because he's absolutely not that. He's not that. But if he is an average defender, that bodes well for the Mavs. Now, am I going to take away this game? We this is the Mavericks experience. They win a game, they lose a game. They win a game, they lose a game. They win a game, they lose a game. And this is the Orlando Magic team that does not score the ball well. And they scored 129 on you. And they scored 129 on you. Now, granted, they had a great first half scoring 77, and you hold them to 12 in the third, and then uh, not great. Yeah, they had a 42-point second quarter, 40-point fourth quarter. Like, outside of that third quarter. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. They just could not buy a bucket. Mm-hmm. The Magic did score points yep. very well, but yep. I mean, for the Mavericks, they just kind of stayed consistent, like mm-hmm. consistently scored throughout this game. And the big thing is they did have that third quarter where yep. the energy of their offensive uh, capabilities allowed them to get into their defensive and, spot, and then they just had the better closer and, in the circle. And I, and I think finally we saw multiple guys contributing on the offensive side of the ball. Yes, Luka got his 45. Great. You also got 20 from Hardy. You got 20 from Lively. You got 36 from Tim Hardaway, shooting 11 for 17, only six missed shots. Nine out of 11 on the free throw line. Like, if obviously you're not expecting 36 from Hardaway every night, but that's your Kyrie kind of stat line is right there. 30 to 35. You would love for that yeah. to happen in a big game like this. So they were they didn't miss Kyrie too much in this game. Now, you can't replicate this every game because you're not going to play the Orlando Magic every game, but Orlando's got a good defensive team, and you were able to put up a good point total. So, I was proud of the other guys kind of stepping up. I've kind of expected this from Luka now. Played 43 minutes, but the Derek Lively, Tim Hardaway, Exum, or, or uh, Jaden Harding, excuse me, was really big for me. Yeah, Exum, Derek Jones Jr., Kyrie, none of them play. None, more more games, player games missed due to injuries with this Mavericks team. Um, are you at all concerned with the amount of minutes that Luka Doncic has to play here? And it feels like a this is a broken record. We talked had this conversation a lot because, you know, he's played a lot of minutes. He ends up kind of being a tank. 
But, I mean, he's played 43 minutes, at least 43 minutes in the last three contests for your mm-hmm. Mavericks. Yeah, it, it's getting a little concerning. And they asked about him. They asked uh, Jason Kidd about it uh, pregame, about this uh, advanced workload. And I want to find the exact quote so I don't misquote uh, Kidd. He said, Jason Quid, Quid, Jason Kidd says the Mavs, in quotes, can't put that type of pressure on Luka to play him 46 minutes again like what happened against Sacramento. Kidd also mentioned we can't lean on Luka to save the day every day. So Jason Kidd's aware of it. Um, I guess you could say it's better he only played 43 minutes tonight, but it's just so hard when they're so Luka-centric and you don't have your other two playmakers in Kyrie and Axum on the floor. Yeah. You don't want to go on a five-game losing skid and fall out of the race because you're barely hanging in. What are they, seventh, eighth right now? Let me pull it up real quick of where exactly they stack in the Western Conference. They're sitting at eighth. At 25 and 21, the Lakers are they, they kind of solidified themselves in eight because the Lakers have 24 losses in ninth. But you are one, two, three games out of six. The Suns and Pelicans um both have 21 and 20 wins respectively. So you can jump. You don't want to skid. And I just it's it's tough, man. I would love for Luca to get more time on the bench, but what are you gonna do when when he's not out there and you don't have Kyrie or Exum set up the offense? You're relying on Hardy. Hardaway to set up your offense who are just shoot first guys. They're not they're not playmakers. Yeah, but I mean this some and we might have to speak about if this if this kind of points to the idea that maybe they built this team wrong, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe their team building philosophy is poor. But I, I, I get it in some regard. You this is a win game that you kind of need to win. Like yep. the Magic are a beatable team as much as they come in with a very good defense. And I mean the next three games or the next games for you, you have the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota in a couple of nights, uh, so that would be Wednesday. Then you have, uh, soon thereafter, Bucks. you have the Milwaukee Bucks. You have the 76ers on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have the Nets coming in, the Nets that just got uh, big-time Ben Simmons back. Mm-hmm. Um, jokes. Um, jokes. Um, and then you'll have the Knicks on the road as well. You'll have the Thunder come in. Like, that's a tough okay. stretch of games. Let's, let's do this. Let's go all the way up to the Oh, end you want to play the win-loss game? Let's go all the way up to the oh, end of February. Goodness. We'll do it quickly. We won't give not super- the end of February. That's okay, that's okay. a lot. Like, we'll, I mean, we we'll just- do the next five. We won't even give much detailed reasoning. Timberwolves, I say loss. Uh probably yeah. Bucks, I say loss. Probably, especially when you talk about the injuries that they've been dealing with. Sixers, I say loss. I could see that. Yeah, that's yeah, probably. three in a row. You, I, I think you beat the Nets. I could see that. Yeah, I think you lose to the Knicks. Yeah, I think you lose to the Thunder. So that's one, two, three. I feel like they grab one of those in there, one of those ones that, like. So I have them going one and five in the next six. It's quite possible, and that's tough because you're you're really sitting uh, nicely, and maybe not nicely, but sitting pretty firmly in that plan circumstance. But what's tough is you've had a ton of injuries here. Um, but it, one of the things that is nice for this team is that they see that your defense can be somewhat effective. They're situational. But, They're very situational. But the problem is, like, you need a particular level of effort that your guys aren't going to give you consistently. Because, you have, I mean, you have guys that aren't consistent. I mean, hell, you had Tim Hardaway Jr. score 38. That's not going to happen every – I mean, even Jaden Hardy came up, and it's nice to see that they're capable of scoring this, but they're not giving this all the time. I mean, in the same token that we're talking about that, Grant Williams, three points in 28 minutes. Yeah. And Josh Green – in 33 minutes, two points. So five points between two of your starters with the combined over about 50 minutes. Actually, more than 50. So 
let me ask you almost this. 60 minutes would you points. be happier if you had instead of having like these uh, a couple of guys break off 27 or 38 or something like that if you had all of these guys more consistently giving you a solid 12 yeah if we had if we had if you take away tim's 36 and you added it to grant having 10 and josh having 10 and you take off Derek lively's down to 15 and you get Kyrie's 25 i'm, I'm a lot happier because it's just too inconsistent because all it takes is Tim Hardaway to have a Tim Hardaway night. And now you're looking at three, three points from Grant, which we've almost come to accustom to. Tim Hardaway maybe has got 12. Josh Green's maybe got four or six. And then you're just hoping Luca has 50 every night. And when you play these good teams, you're not going to have a cold third quarter. You're not going to have an Orlando Magic third quarter. They're a team that will consistently score 40 a quarter. Yeah, I mean, like, I, there's, there's definitely clear issues with what the Mavs have and of course it starts with the injuries right like you're not even able to have the consistency of what you had built but I, it feels weird we're talking about all the things that push, show up as kind of like um that we view as problems with this team mm-hmm. they gotta win they, they gotta win tonight be. a win that they needed and we've just been through this I don't get we just that's why we don't get too high we've been through the the yeah, ebbs and flows for sure the ebbs and flows absolutely but they gotta win at home against the Orlando Magic um, a team that was giving them hell, and they, they had to claw their way back into this one. Like, yeah. they did not let go of the rope I'll like give they them, have at the times. The resilience is there. The resilience is there, and they've shown that before with these comebacks. And so, yeah, Luka Doncic with another spectacular performance, having to really, um, you know, play a whole bunch of minutes again. You get a, a really good Tim Hardaway Jr. game where you see him doing all the knocking down shots, but then putting the ball on the floor again. And... Are you encouraged at all by the Jaden Hardy Jaden Hardy twenty here? Oof, man, that's been a that's been a topic. Me and you've debated off air, on air. It's a real confusing one of what are they trying to get out of Hardy? Because well, they're trying to get this. Yeah, it's they just would love it, that it happens once every eight games. Yep, and yeah. then you get the throwing the ball off the knee, or the shooting, jacking up shots, or the fourth man off the bench. So. I'm I'm encouraged by it because it seemed like the shots he was taking were were good shots. He was hustling. Um, but it just feels like it always comes at the expense of another player not playing well. Then you get a, a down Josh Green game. It feels like it's tough for all of our guys that we expect to play good just to play good for a good stretch. It's like, oh, well, if one guy's doing good, the other guy's probably having a terrible week as well. So I'd love to see them put it all together. And we looked at that schedule. This is the time to do it, man. Yeah, it's, it's going to get tough starting Wednesday evening. They'll take on uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves on the road. So uh, obviously big win Orlando over the Orlando Magic. Uh, 131, 129, led by Luka Doncic, 45 points in 43 minutes, 15 assists. He does another one, does another madness in a way. Um, 20 points from Derek Lively, 20 points from Jaden Hardy, 36 from Tim Hardaway Jr. And it's enough. I mean, to be fair though, the Orlando Magic shooting 47 from three and 60 or like 50 percent from from the field. That's a lot. That's a ton. And so being able, being able to withstand that, worth something. Worth something. And again, your Mavs now um, sit at um, 26 and 21. Mm-hmm. And they're actually moved back up to tied with the tied in seventh with the Orlando Mad or Orlando Magic, the New Orleans Pelicans. Pellies. Um, so there you go. Four and six in their last 10. Going to have a little bit of a touch, tough stretch. If they can manage to play decent, maybe get a couple out of this one, I think that they could put themselves in a position to maybe bounce back when they get when the schedule gets a little bit easier. Um, as February goes along, we're, we're barreling towards the trade deadline, which is next Thursday. February we're, bar- we're barreling towards All-Star Weekend. 
It seems like this team is also one of those teams. It feels like this time of year, a lot of teams are like, can't wait for the All-Star break. But it seems like this is one of those teams that's barreling towards and really needs that All-Star break. So it'll be interesting to see. So get right right here on 105 through the fan. Also, big shout out to the Stars who are now on their All-Star break. Also needed in a way, get themselves back together to be able to attack the remainder of the season. It's the get right right here on 105 through the fan. Coming up next, only time for the final call, and we'll do it next on the fan. It's the get right right here on 105 through the fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside Blake Elliott. Yes, Hersky. We got Chris Strong on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir, for hanging out with us. And thank you all for listening on the fan, your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Uh, your Mavs, big time win, 131-129. Um, managed to surge back after being down as much as 16 against mm-hmm. the Orlando Magic. Luka Doncic with another 45-point game in a 46, uh, 43 minutes of game time for him. Um, big time win. You had contributions from Tim Hardaway Jr., 30, 36 of those things from him. Mm-hmm. 20 points apiece for Derek Lively and Jaden Hardy. Uh, ultimately moved to 26 and 21. I mean, you shot. You shot pretty well, all things considered. Luca, three of eight, not great, but Tim's five of nine. Jaden Hardy's four of eight. Uh, four of five is big. I know um, uh, from the two and four on our truckwreck.com text line, they said, um, they said I'm giving J- Jaden Hardy Josh Green's minutes and trading Green. Don't get caught in the moment of one game. Okay. <laughs> you, you know, you're not you're not buying that plan. No, 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 no. I've seen Hardy all year. I, I'm not taking a one game sample size. He was nice today, though. I'll take it. Yeah, the tough thing about it for me is like Josh Green, again, a little bit bigger, probably about. They like him on defense a lot too. Yeah. Um, and we've seen similar things with Josh Green on the other side. I mean, just last last yeah, game, he was on a lot. He was on a heater. I he think had, he he scored. Right about 20, 21, yeah, I think. They put up a stat that it was the most threes in that in a seven game span. He had 18 threes in the last like yeah. couple games. Like he's been hitting, he's been hitting the shots. Yeah, that's it's that th- this these are the guys that are the question marks that yeah. they've been trying to feel out this whole season. We know what Luca is, we know what Tim is. We we're kind of figuring out what lively almost is. It's the Greens, the Hardies, the Grants. Those are kind of the question pieces. Yeah. So Again, 131-129, Mavs give you a win. They will be in action again on Wednesday as they'll be taking on the Minnesota Timberwolves in, at the Target Center in Minnesota. So they'll get Ant and them, you know, and Cat, uh, Rudy Gobert, they'll have that challenge all over again. Assuming that the, the lineup is the lineup that you got this uh, tonight, which, again, at this point with the Mavs, you can never. You literally never know. It, it's just, a, it's just a, a musical chairs of who's in and who's out. I think that's why everyone's tweets not go viral, but everyone is so active. is because you don't know what lineup you're going to get. Is it going to be Dwight Powell? Is it going to be Grant? Is it going to be Derrick Jones Jr.? Is it going to be Exum? Is Luka going to play? Is he not going to play? Is Kyrie going to play? Like, there's so many question marks with this team. You never know who's going to be in there. From the from the 214 set, you got to sacrifice one. Honestly, like it depends on what you're bringing in, but at this point, I think they're so inconsistent. I'm not certain that either one of them does not is not like available in my estimation should you want to make a trade. I I am more willing to move on from Hardy because I feel like guard is not exactly your problem and when Exum is back and I feel like Green has shown you a lot of upside and plays better defense. I mean, that's fair. Absolutely. I mean, if I had to tra- trade one of the two, I would lean towards Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, I, I'm not I'm not sold on any of them, and I've been looking nope. for consistency to kind of develop throughout the course of the season. And unfortunately, you haven't. Now, again, 
those guys, both of those guys, it is fair to make note of their roles have not remained similar. Like the roles have constantly changed up and down. Hardy starts one night. He starts one night, and the next night he's the fourth guard off the bench. Like he never knows what to expect. And I gotta applaud him for being ready tonight in the starting. Did he, he started tonight, correct? No, I was all, that's 20 off the bench. He started last game, and then, like, tonight off the bench, and he gives you 20. So. Josh Green did start, though. Yeah. Um, he starts a good amount usually when he's healthy. Yeah, so. Tough. I mean, I hear you, right? You got to gotta try and make a, uh, use assets to make a run since the 2-1-4, but I don't think the run is this year. I think that you you need to figure out how to build that roster. Uh, I, you do need – I feel like you do probably need to make a, a, a decision or a trade this year to help you, you know, step closer begin building towards that but i don't think a run is being made this year um now before we move on from the mavericks i found this interesting because we were talking about how you saw the defensive uh capabilities of this team when they're bought in and locked in of course they're not built to be a defensive powerhouse by any means the mavericks um however when they lock in they can play stretches of good defense jason kidd seems to be exasperated with this as well check this out uh from him and his press availability after the Mavs got a win tonight like you were excited by it too on the sideline it seemed like a lot more I don't know if that's just the product of the the zone defense or yeah yeah I I think I have to participate and play defense with them I guess um I don't know if I'm in shape mentally or physically to do that uh but whatever it takes uh, I'm, I'm in so if I have to jump around on the sideline um, to, to tell everybody or help everybody, then that's that's what a coach has to do, and I guess that's what I have to do. But I got to get in shape. I don't know if I can do that uh, for 48 minutes. They get the sub, so I don't have a sub. But, again, I, I thought the character, um, it was a gut check uh, in that locker room at, at halftime, and I'm proud of those guys uh, responding because it wasn't um, a nice conversation. And, and those those young those young men in that locker room responded, and uh, that was a big win. Oh, what a nice conversation! What my boy Jay Kidd say at halftime? Let me figure out. He over here yelling at him. <laughs> I do find it interesting though that like, and again, Jason Kidd is a, a, a man who you know very dry sense of humor, and that came through there. But I guess the I guess, and then <laughs> the, the tough thing about it is like the idea that hey, you know, I have to get animated or whatever. I mean, it'd be nice. Like, I understand yeah. not not everybody, not everything is for everybody, right? Like, he does not, he seems to be very chill or whatever. But, I mean, if you hearken back to, was that Saturday's game where, you know, they let go of the rope? Was that Saturday or mm-hmm. was that? Mm-hmm. And which, it's like, which game are you referring to exactly? I'm trying to think because now they're all running they together. The Kings for, game no, it wasn't the Kings game. It was the um, Hawks. It was the Hawks 70, game the on Friday. That's right. Mm-hmm. It was the Hawks game on Friday. When they started coming back, the Hawks, even though Luca was having a historic night. <laughs> Um, and it's just like, hey, man, defensively, or in instances where they they might lose, pay attention. Use those use those things at your disposal. But I mean, again, it's evident that he's he's saying things behind behind the scenes, and sometimes those buttons work. It just seems like they're not working consistently. Um, you know what's crazy? The Mavs notoriously are like the worst third quarter team. I don't even have to look at a bunch of stats. They are a terrible third quarter team, and they come out and hoop this third quarter. 35 to 12. Yeah. And of course, some of this also is magic couldn't hit a broad side of a barn. But I mean, that's that's the game, right? There's mm-hmm. going to be those ups and downs, and it helps if you are forcing them to take more shots as they're missing. Uh one more one more thing I should note about these Mavs. Uh tonight, Luka Doncic makes a little bit of history again. Uh Luka has 3,000 career assists now. Mm-hmm. Um, that was notched today, which means he has he's 
he joins LeBron as the only players with 10,000 points, okay, 3,000 rebounds, and 3,000 assists before the age of 25. He's so good. True. And it just makes the window that much more, mm, we got to win. Because when you got a guy of that magnitude breaking records every other day, the fans, rightfully so, us and as well, we're like, well, we got to win. We got a top five player on our team. We can't just be rebuilding forever. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Someone said maybe Jason Kidd is finally figuring out how to coach this team. Do we have the nobody's dying drop? Uh, I'm so tired of hearing that drop, to be completely honest. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't know that this this would be one that I put up as like, hey, look, this is very clear uh, evidence of an incredible coaching moment. But I don't know. You you have to hope if you are a Mavs fan. There's a lot of people on the fire Jason Kidd train. Oh, it's, it, was, it was popular so, last year, too. Yeah, that's fair enough, though. I Win, think he, winning cures a lot. He's he's got yeah, absolutely. He's got a level of security, and I imagine again we talked about the the run that's coming up. You got you know, Bucks. You have Timbies. Yeah, or sorry, Timberwolves, Bucks. You have Sixers. There's there's going to be some real tests here shortly. So I, I can see the I can see it getting real loud over the next week or so. Um, I feel like just as a as a matter of I don't know public service announcement. I saw this. Apparently, Toyota warned like 50,000 U.S. vehicle owners to just stop driving, like right now, and going and getting repairs. Nice. Because uh, apparently it said it's urging owners of like older uh, U.S. vehicles to get immediate recall repairs because an airbag inflator could explode. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, if you have a RAV4 uh, that... It involves the driver's side airbags, while the other recalls involve a uh, front passenger airbag only. So, yeah, it's uh, 2003 and 2004 Corolla Matrix. I didn't even know uh, that there was a Corolla Matrix. But 0304 Corollas, Corolla Matrix, and then 0405 RAV4s. Yeah, you might want to get that thing checked out so that thing don't pop out on you. I don't know if you saw, but Mark Cuban was kind of answering questions on Twitter today. Did you see this? I did not. So... He was he was letting. Was he also talking about the Corollas? He was not. Talking okay, about I just wanted to make sure that there wasn't some crossover there. He, he was talking more mad, so he was just letting people comment. And he was responding. Someone said, "Do you feel guilty for wasting Lucas Prime?" Well, that's people, a, that's people, a loaded question. People were getting right to My it, God. and his response was, "Luca is going to get better. He hasn't reached his prime yet. He is amazing." Someone said, "What is your favorite Mavs stat this season?" He said, not my favorite, but the reality is our best lineup hasn't even played 100 minutes together yet. We need to get healthy. It's true. And then someone said, what is your midseason plan with the Mavs sitting in the eighth seed? We know the playoffs are a stretch, but what are you going to do long term with Luca? Any trades coming up? His response was get healthy. So there's your Mark Cuban takes away. Get healthy and everything will be a OK. And the white pal was wearing goggles tonight, looking like Kareem Abdul pal. I mean, look, I'm surprised that we haven't been there. He always gets hit in the face. Left eye corneal abrasion kept I him mean, out for two games. I mean, he just needs to consistently wear the face mask. Like, I think we just need to be there. And yeah. obviously, like, this is a very particular necessity because of, like you mentioned, the corneal abrasion. But at this point, I feel like it's just like, let's be preventative. Let's be, you know it's going to happen. You know? Can I give you one more tidbit to close this out and complete randomness? Feel free. Guess who was golfing together the other day? Um, one Nick Saban and Travis Scott. Huh. Nick Saban and Travis Scott golfing had no idea where you were going with the second name, and I wouldn't have guessed it. Yep. What do you think they were talking about? What? Let me see. What commonality might there be? Here's the the picture for reference. I bet. Look, one thing I imagine that Nick Saban was like, hey, 
young man. Young man. Are you interested in a Mercedes? Because I can take you down to Nick Saban Mercedes and get you a great deal on a Mercedes. Because you know what Nick Saban is doing? He's doing ABC. Uh-huh. Always be close. And that's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Always be close. Maybe, and that's you, Nick you think Saban. Do you think he was getting any advice on, on how to you know get the young guys on your side? Like, hey, what's some what's some lingo Buddy, the young guys are saying? I imagine, I imagine that uh, He's Nick... He's not coaching anymore. Yeah, no. I imagine that uh, Travis Scott probably getting Nick Saban's advice. You know how many living rooms and things, how many deals he's had to close? Not just for him. Apparently for others as well. Who do you think's got a bigger house? Saban or Scott? Saban. I don't know. Scott was with the Jenners. Saban. I say that with no hesitation whatsoever. <laughs> I want to know what their combo he, was. He is made. I do as well, but unfortunately, that's not going to be this evening. It's been the get right right here on 105 through the fan. We appreciate you hanging out with us this evening. Myself, Blake, uh, Blake Elliott, Chris Strong, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for your efforts. Uh, make sure you stick with 105 through the fan. Sean and RJ tomorrow morning, 530. Y'all Mayo's be easy. overrated. Peace. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device, credit, service, ported, 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.